from ABC7, this is Game Time with Coach McVay. The Los Angeles Rams are in the playoff hunt looking for a win against the Washington Commanders at SoFi Stadium. Hi everyone, this is Kirk Sandoval from ABC7 Los Angeles. This week on Game Time with Coach McVay, we're talking about trying to build off some positives that came with that tough overtime, an emotional loss on the road against the Baltimore Ravens. You'll also want to check out the video version of my interviews with Rams coaches Saturday nights at 11.45 on ABC7 Los Angeles and on our streaming channel. Welcome to Game Time with Coach McVay. I know there's no moral victories, but in such an emotional, almost shocking end to that game, What's your takeaway? There, there was a lot of good things, Kurt. I think when you look at it, you know, just a, a back-and-forth heavyweight fight. Yeah. Um, and I thought there was a lot of really good things for us to learn from, uh, both good and then some things that we can improve upon moving forward. But, you know, you change a couple plays towards the latter part of the game and the outcome might be a little bit different. We always talk about being process-driven, but I really like the way that our football team has played over the last month of the season. Yeah. Um, I think you can look at some of these setbacks as setups for comebacks and it was a minor setback, but those guys know um, they put it all out there. There's some things that we can improve upon, but I was proud of this team, and uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing how we use that, whether you just want to say it's a frustration or disappointment, real emotions that you go through, channel it the right way, and now let's use it on Washington as we try to move forward in a manner that's reflective of being the group we want to be and that I know they are. I really compliment you after the game. You said it's okay to hurt right now. Yeah. And then Monday – the guys have to relive a lot of it. How do you make sure in the process that it's out of their brain now as you prepare for Washington? I think it's like anything else. Whether you win or whether you end up coming up short, you got to be able to look at the things that you did well. Let's continue to replicate that and even take it to a new level. And then the things that we didn't, coaches and players alike, how do we improve? How do we improve our communication? How do we continue to give as much clarity as possible to the players? But this is an imperfect game. And if there is one thing that you do know, you know, even though I'm still young, you feel like as you're starting to accumulate experiences, the good teams have a way of being able to respond on to those temporary setbacks and make sure that you use it as an opportunity to say, hey, we're not going to let Baltimore beat us twice. Yep. We're going to take the things that we know to be true the right way, and then we'll apply it uh, You know, as we try to go get our seventh against Washington. But we're right in the thick of this. Um, I love the way that our team has responded. I love that some of the scars that we've accumulated over this season, and I think it's going to serve us well as we attack this, uh, you know, this stretch and uh, see if we can make a lot of people proud and, most importantly, you know, doing it for each other. Yeah, I love that. One of the good things that came, we've got two plays, Puka Nakua's diving catch. Yeah. I don't know what's better, his catch or Matthew's throw. Uh, they're both pretty special. You know, it's a great job right here. You know, they, they do a good job of being able to keep you off balance, and he's running away from a backside trail position. And when you look at it from the end zone, I mean, it's almost like he came out of nowhere. Matthew put this in a perfect spot. And my favorite part about this play was this was his next target after he had dropped one over the middle on a previous That's drive. Right. And That's he is right. a mentally tough guy. Um, it's just an excellent throw and catch, and you see the emotion that's so real, the energy that that elicits. Um, this guy plays with a spark that energizes everybody. I love him, and you, you know Matthew took quite a shot on that that play too. I mean, you look at a quarterback that's going to hang in there, Matabuke's bearing down, and uh, you know to stand in there, eyes down the field, and that, I mean that's mm. a real shot that Matthew took, and you see a lot of toughness, a lot of playmaking. Um, 
and a lot of things that make you a much better coach when you're working with players like that. <laughs> you know, it, it was such, you, you said it after the game, I've heard it since, it was. It really was like a title fight. Yeah. And, and right now, they're the number one seed in the FC. You went toe-to-toe with them. They're coming off a bye week, great atmosphere. And then they score late. Yep. And the two-point conversion, but you still come down the field, and that pass to... Cooper Cup. That's our second. Yeah, this play. is a huge play, you know, and and this is a great sequence. You know, Matthew ended up hitting Demarcus Robinson the play before. Go on the ball, you get a one-on-one isolation with he and Marlon Humphrey down the field, and and he goes up and wins this ball at the point of contact. And you know, the thing that uh, we'll learn from in this sequence, what a great job by our guys getting us down there. Um, starting with me, got to do a better job of not having to use that timeout right before the third down and six. We ended up, um, you know, going first down where we ended up hitting Davis Allen for four yards after this. Second mm-hmm. down, we go incomplete. And then the third down, we just had a little bit of a mix up in terms of our communication where we had to use our last timeout. Um, and then we basically had to get to the end zone with 16 seconds left. But this play right here, big time by Matthew, by Cooper. And what I think you see is our quarterback playing at an incredibly high rate right now, mm-hmm. a lot of confidence. And he's doing a great job of distributing the ball. You know, you're seeing a bunch of different guys get involved uh, from the receiver position, from the tight end position. He does a good job with the backs. And, you know, that, that's what we want to be doing in the month of December is playing our best football. And I think that's what we're doing because of our quarterback right now. Can you expand on that? At that time of the game, I'd come down from the press box. Yeah. I'm in the end zone. It is deafening. I yeah. can't hear the guy next to me. And Matthew, after the game, he took all the responsibility. He said, no, that was on me. I, I just couldn't hear. Yeah. Said, and it's tough. You know, it's it's one of those deals that the, the noise, the elements, and, and it starts with, you know, our making sure that there's clarity in regards to, okay, hey, articulating it clearly. Sometimes you got to make sure that that mic is in the right spot so it's not muffled, knowing that there's going to be some external noise. And so I appreciate his accountability, but want to make sure that I'm very, you know, clear with the enunciation of the play calls, different things like that, so then he can get it communicated to our players, uh, to the other 10 guys on offense, and then we don't have to use a timeout when. And that would have been able to totally change the dynamics in regards to how we play that third and six. What you didn't want to do right there is, all right, you don't want to move yourself back and take a delay to save the timeout. You want to stay in good field goal range where you're insured of feeling like you got a high percentage opt to be able to tie the game. But I did think that that's a great learning opt to say, all right, number one, great job getting in field goal range and being able to respond when you're down three. Number two, hey, the standards that we have is hey, we got a chance to be able to score a touchdown. What can I do a better job of first and foremost? And then how can that um, you know, be smoothly communicated and more clear for our players to give ourselves more of an opportunity to really compete, not only for the tie, but most importantly for the win right there? Yeah, Matthew said at the end of that game, there's a million plays. And yeah. th- there really was. But I wanted, that was the end of the game. Beginning of the game, you guys ran the ball nine straight times. Yeah. And rarely does that great Baltimore defense give up 100, runs, 100 yards, and Kyron goes for a buck 25. Before the game, he's playing catch with a Rams fan with the football. Yeah. I mean, this guy really, as great as he is on the field, it seems like he's handling success with good He's character. a humble, I mean, he's such a humble, great example. And, and really, all the players that we're talking about, that, that's what's right about this group. You know, there's something special about this team. 
Uh, I think that, you know, a lot of the things that we've gone through are going to continue to serve us well, especially as we get into the latter parts of the season where it's most important to be playing your best ball in the month of December and Mm -hmm. then hopefully into January. Mm -hmm. But um, I love Kyron. He's done a great job. I thought really that that's a great example for him, but also, you know, the offensive line, you know, you look at the tight ends. I thought Hunter Long started off the game doing an excellent job of enabling us to be able to get nine consecutive runs off, get into the red area, and then ultimately had to settle for a field goal. And another example, you got to be able to learn from it. Where can I be better for our guys? You talk about the character, and you've talked about that a lot of this team. Uh, Davis Allen, fifth-round pick out of Clemson, grew up in Georgia, and he, when he was at Clemson, he won an award for greatest character, and it's and we're just kind of seeing him now. And and I know everybody loves Tyler Higby, and you want him as a captain. And but when he's out, I, I thought with Allen, he really rose to the case. Uh, five catches for fifty yards, touchdown diving over what did you see he's a guy you you know what you can see is a guy that's played in a lot of big time games he's steady as hell um he's got a great confidence that's been earned I think Nick Cayley you know and and Hunter Long was another guy I hate to see him get injured he did a really good job starting off that game but Davis Allen has come in and right from the jump I mean he made a bunch of big time plays throughout the course of his career at Clemson Mm -hmm. uh, but he puts the work in and he's he's mentally he's physically tough he's got great soft hands and he definitely has that toughness where you talk about leaving his feet on the third down and long that he converted it was a great job being able to get his first career touchdown and then he makes a big play on a seam you know for 20 plus yards so he uh he did a really good job you know made a handful of impact plays and he's only going to continue to get better you know I think going into the game, Nick Cayley had said he had under 40 snaps for the whole season. He played over 50 the other day, and you know wow. that wow. Uh, that repetition becomes a mother of learning, and that experience can be so beneficial for so many of these young guys, especially when they know how to apply it the right way. Yeah, young guys. I mean, Puka, fifth-round pick. Davis, fifth-round pick. It's you, a good fifth round for us. Right? I guess so. <laughs> really, we, less need on we, the back. Yeah, you know what? It's an excellent job. We probably should have used those picks earlier on those guys if we knew they were going to be those kind of guys. <laughs> so Haversek is still your kicker, and, and he looked terrific, and he didn't look too good uh, on a kick earlier against Cleveland. Then you bring in a veteran kicker. What was that? Was that to push Haversek? What was that about? Competition, I think, brings out the best in people. And so we brought Mason in. Um, We allowed those guys to really be able to compete for the job to see who was going to kick against Baltimore. And ultimately, Lucas did a nice job responding the way that we wanted. Um, Tremendous respect for Mason and and his career and and really just the class act that he was for the short time that he was here. You you just never know. Maybe he'll be back at some point. Um, But what I do know is this. I loved the response from Lucas. He made big-time kicks. That's a really challenging atmosphere. The elements weren't perfect by any stretch of the imagination, especially for a kicker to be able to hit a game-tying field goal, to be able to hit all his extra points and then ultimately knock through a 50-plus yarder um, was huge. And, and, uh, you know, I loved his response. I think that says a lot about him and the mental toughness that he possesses. No question. We'll be right back. Now let's get back to game time with Coach McVay. You're playing Washington. It's been eight years since you were in Washington. I'd asked you in the press conference the other day. A lot of the players 
are mainly gone, right? But yeah. a few faces still in the organization. There's a couple guys. You know, Tressway, I didn't mention him. The punter is still there. He's, he's doing a great job. Um, you know, I mentioned a couple of the staff members. And Jamison Crowder is actually back. He had gone some other places. Um, he is back there. And, and so, obviously, Kendall Fuller. But uh, they've, got, uh, they've got a really tough team. You know, I, I got yeah. tremendous respect for Coach Rivera. They got playmakers on offense that can really make you pay. They've got a quarterback that's really dealing and doing a good job. And then they got two of the better interior defensive linemen and, you know, good speed on all three levels of their defense. When, when you talk about Ron Rivera, he took took over the defensive coordinating position as a head coach. You've coached against him, against Carolina. How much of it is, you said you have one game of inventory since he's done that. How much do you go back to old films and say, well, this will probably be their philosophy versus what they've been doing? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. You know, you want to make sure that you do a good balance of doing your due diligence without chasing ghosts. And and that's a fine line. And so, um, you know, we got to do a great job of recognizing and identifying some of the things that they're doing early on in the game and then being able to adjust and adapt accordingly. Um, but our guys are really smart. You know, you try to be able to play rules ball um, and make sure that you you follow your guidelines with the foundational principles that enabled us uh, to be, you know, pretty good offensively uh, throughout this year and just in general. And so I got a lot of trust in our players. And then we got to do a good job of being able to adapt if necessary uh, based on exactly what they want to try to activate and how they want to try to defend us. Speaking of uh, their young quarterback, Sam Howell, he is a he's thrown for like 3,500 yards. Yeah. The issue is he's been sacked a ton. What is the tape showing you of Sam Howell? Guy that can make you pay, uh, sees the field really well. He's getting his opportunities, but he's got the playmakers. Um, he can escape, and he does a great job being able to keep his eyes down the field. Um, he throws the ball with accuracy and anticipation. He's kind of a baller where you just see a guy that is just a competitor. Um, he makes a lot of plays off schedule, but he'll remain in the pocket. And guys have a good feel for being able to work with him. And so got to do a great job rushing as one, making sure that we're playing defense 11 as one to try to be able to keep a really dangerous offense led by a quarterback that can make a lot of plays. You want to try to be able to keep those guys bottled up and, and minimized in regards to some of the different explosives that they're able to create. Eric Bienemy played his high school ball out here. He's from La Puente, played at Bishop Amat High School, goes to Colorado, then has great success with the Chiefs, now in Washington. Do you see any of the Chiefs stuff in what they're doing? What are you seeing from their offense? Oh, absolutely. You know, there's a certain foundational philosophy and identity that they have that's made them so successful. And he was at the center of it, uh, you know, being yeah. the coordinator in Kansas City for all those years. So uh, there's absolutely that influence. And then there's those tweaks that that he'll adapt and adjust to his players, which is what any good coach does. But um, you can absolutely see that influence and that philosophy at which, you know, he's calling a game and, and the way that they run their offense. Hey, it's a tough day. One of your uh, good friends, your former defensive coordinator, Brandon Staley, was released today. I know you have high respect for him as a coach. How tough is that for you to see? It's tough. You know, you realize the the nature of this business is really difficult. Uh, but I know what a great coach he is. I know what a tremendous influence he's had on me. And, um, you know, these are the things that inevitably you get into coaching, you get into professional football. These are the, the hard times. But um, you love them. You're there to support them. And yeah. you know, uh, you know that he, he's going to rise up, and, and uh, he's kind of he's got a bright and incredibly great future ahead. And you know, you love Amy and the boys, and yep. uh, you know these are these are the tough things. But I think the most important thing you can do is be there for a friend, and um, and that's all you can really do. And that's what I'll do for him. That's great. I mean, Ditto. I, I in the short time he was here, I just thought the world of him. I want to share a conversation I had with John Johnson in the locker room this week, and talking about getting his head right. And he literally said. 
we don't have time or the wherewithal to have it any other way. Yeah. This is it. But you could I what I was reading non-verbally in him coach was he is fired up to be in this position. Totally. Now you see these guys in meetings. Can you give me a little insight on what that's like? I think John Johnson is a great reflection of this team's mindset is we're right in the fight and and let's let's get ourselves off the mat, let's respond the right way and let's understand that um these are really special opportunities that have been earned by them. And I think we've been calloused um, through our first 13 games the right way to be able to apply it and see if we can finish this stretch the right way. Um, you can only do it one day at a time. Yeah. But uh, we're going to come out attacking and we're going to come out ready to go. And, and I believe that John's mindset and mentality towards you and, and kind of what you felt from him is exactly what's reflected of the team. And, and we got to go do it. Talk is cheap. So uh, an A1 to that, two games in five days. That's, I guess, where Reggie really is invaluable for you to get these guys to turn over after this. It one. is. And, and I think the most important thing is, is yes, you give them an idea of what's to be you know expected in regards to after that Washington game, but let's handle the Washington game yeah. first and foremost. Let's be totally and completely present. Um, if there's anything that this league has shown this year, it's hey, just when you think you know, you don't know, and you haven't right. seen it, and you got to be ready to go in those three and a half hour windows that you're guaranteed otherwise coaches players they're too good you get humbled too quick and we got to be ready to go handle our business on Sunday against a tough outfit coming off their bye and then uh and then we'll worry about that and we'll have a little extra good stress in a, in a positive way getting turned over for Thursday <laughs> well it's good that uh, you guys are incredibly relevant in December appreciate it check out the video version of my interviews with the Rams coaches watch game time with coach McVay Saturday nights at 11:45 Pacific on ABC7 Los Angeles and on our streaming channel.